You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Now, if you haven't had the opportunity to stop into your local Interstate Batteries retail store and talk with a battery specialist, you need to do that because these guys are very knowledgeable about every kind of battery, hence the name Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera to your rangefinder, any battery that you need, these guys can help you find. Even if it's a specific, unique, one-off battery, these guys can help you find what you need. If you want to find out more information on Interstate Batteries, about their brand, about their history, about the company in general, and all the batteries they offer, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. This is the Average Conservationist Podcast, brought to you in partner with 2% for Conservation. 2% for Conservation's mission is to create an alliance of businesses and individuals that ensure the future of hunting and angling by committing their time and dollars to fish and wildlife. 1% of your time plus 1% of your money equals 2% for Conservation. 2% helps businesses and people pair with conservation causes to support things that fit what they care about. Whether you're into fishing, hunting, or just getting outdoors, 2% can help you not only start giving back to wildlife, but get certified for it. Getting 2% certified means you've made the same commitment as popular brands like Sitka, First Light, Stone Glacier, and Seek Outside in giving at least 1% of your time and dollars back to wildlife. But it's not just for outdoor companies. Breweries, contractors, coffee roasters, and even piano repair companies have earned 2% certification and stand out as leaders in their communities for doing so. Businesses that are committed to conservation deserve your business when you shop. Learn more about 2% for Conservation at fishandwildlife.org. That's fishandwildlife.org. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you guys all had a safe and happy holiday season. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Average Conservationist Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Ewing, and this week is episode number 32. Today on the podcast, I am joined by Rihanna Carey, and Rihanna is one of the marketing directors for 2% certified brand Mountain Ops. And if you're not familiar, Mountain Ops is a supplement company that is geared towards uh, an outdoor lifestyle and and the outdoor um, athlete, if you will. Um, Really fun conversation today because Rihanna talks about really uh, in the beginning of the episode, her past and how she um, got involved with hunting and the outdoors and how it really is almost a complete 180 from where her life was at, you know, three or four years ago. Um, she was a nurse at the time. Uh, at one point, she was a vegetarian. Um, and then through some different things in her life, um, found herself at Mountain Ops. And now she spends as much time as possible uh, in the outdoors chasing wild game and, you know, using that wild game to provide um, meat for her friends and family. And really just the passion that she has for the outdoors now. You know, aside from that, uh, we, we talk a lot about mountain ops and, and the different conservation work that they're doing. Uh, and just as importantly, a lot of the work that they're doing, <clears throat> excuse me, in their community there in Utah. Um, mountain ops puts a, a very large focus on the health and well-being of its employees, its customers, and also that the community that they um, reside in. Um, the amount of meals that they've been able to 
give back to the community is impressive to say the least. Um, she goes into quite a bit of detail about all the things that they've been able to do to give back to people in their community that are maybe that have maybe fallen on hard times that are a bit less fortunate. Um, so it's really cool to hear about a company like Mountain Ops that's so well known that puts such an emphasis on giving back both in conservation and just there in their community. So uh, again, really fun episode with Rihanna. Uh, episode 32. Hope you guys enjoy. All right. Joining me on the podcast today, I have one of the marketing directors for 2% certified brand Mountain Ops, Rihanna Carey. Rihanna, how are you today? I'm fabulous. It's Friday, so I can't complain. It's the weekend. Yeah. And it's Christmas time. Best time of the year. Yeah. Honestly, ab- yeah my favorite ab- time. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I'm glad that we were able to squeeze this in, like you said, especially around the holidays here. I know it can be very busy uh, between work and then you know Christmas shopping and spending time with family. So I'm glad we we're able to make some time here. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So before we kind of get into Mountain Ops here, I want to take a few minutes and kind of uh, learn a little bit and understand about your background um, in the outdoors specifically and you know, what that journey looked like for you from the time you first started to where you're at now. So I guess really tell me, what was your first um, experience or your first introduction to the outdoors? Well, it actually came later in my life. So it definitely wasn't a lifelong thing. Um, it wasn't passed on by any family members. Um, it, I, you know, have always been um, more of like an outdoor person in mm-hmm. general. So like, skiing and going to the mountain and hiking and I've always had a passion for the outdoors and animals as well so um when I first started getting into hunting it was definitely interesting for my family (laughs) because they're like Rihanna what are you doing like you're gonna go and kill an animal you love animals like well how could you do that um and I'm like well mom like you love steak so (laughs) not any different like um I had gotten my first taste of wild game from um uh, a friend and it was amazing it was incredible and I'm like what you hunted this you killed it like and then put it in your own freezer and then now I'm eating it and um, just was really able to feel that connection to um, the meat that I was eating um, and being a previous vegan. <laughs> the dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there it is. I, a lot of hunters have been vegan because it's like, you know, you're more conscious of what you're eating. Mm-hmm. You're more conscious of what you're putting in your body. And uh, especially with meat, it has such a stigma um, of, you know, factory farming for right. me because like I was super one-sided. Like I read a few books that were very biased and very like anti-meat eating, cheese, milk, (laughs) the whole shebang, like how horrible the industry is and, you know, didn't shed light on any of the organic farmers or um, any any of the positive side of meat eating and, you know, that some people really do do it right. Um, But it was just so hyper-focused on the factory farming and I was reading this book and I just couldn't believe the way that the animals were treated because I do love animals so much. And so it actually caused me to go vegan for like three months. Okay. Not that long of a vegan. It was a short stint. Yeah. (laughs) Just short stint for a reason because I just got like super unhealthy and I just wasn't feeling good. I lost a ton of weight and uh, I had zero energy. And I, I mean, some people, maybe they can be a vegan and maybe that's like in their DNA or their heritage, you know, where they came from. But 
my ancestors ate meat. They were Native American hunters, gatherers. Like I am not meant to survive on lettuce. So um, <laughs> I started like eating meat again and um, I was a bit, a lot more cautious about it. And um, then once I, I had met um, my previous partner, we, um, I, he introduced me into hunting and I was just like, this is the craziest thing. We were like on our first date and we, he started bugling and I was like, what the heck is that? Like, Oh my God, I've never heard that before, you know? And so it just like totally piqued my interest and I haven't looked back since I, I love hunting. Um, I was kind of looking for something like that to get into that. I just like fell in love with right. and, you know, combining my love for animals and the outdoors and, and doing hard things. Like I was never a person that was like getting up before the sunrise or, you know, seeing the beauty that nature had for what it really was. Like I'd always be outdoors, but when you're out there hunting and connecting with nature, it's a lot different. Like you just develop like this natural feeling of like that you're supposed to be out there. Right. So for me, it was just, I fell in love with it and started just doing it all all that I could like I, I that's all I wanted to do but um, I was a nurse at the time and um, then I just kind of went full force into the hunting industry and they weren't into me taking a ton of time off work so, like sorry you can't just have the month of September off so um, <laughs> so I started doing per diem nursing so I would go and I'd work a month and I would just do like overtime and work all the time and then take a month off and then yeah. go back and work a month and then you know so it was, it was kind of cool that I was able to do that but um but yeah now I'm actually like full force in the hunting industry um working as a, mar a marketing director for an awesome company called Mountain Ops and um definitely my passion for hunting and like where I came from is what led me here and I feel super grateful and, and lucky to work with such an awesome company that does give back to so much con conservation and um, they're just they're just an awesome company to work for. So how I got there, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a talker. <laughs> no, you you're know? good. You're good. That's all right. People, look, I, this is what I always tell my guests is like people are tuning in to listen to you. They're not tuning in to listen to me. Right. <laughs> so absolutely. Like the floor is yours. But this, that's a really interesting story. How <clears throat> I mean, you want to talk about a complete 180 right from someone who's uh, who 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 dabbled in uh, in veganism or, or being a vegetarian to now you know a meat eater uh, a hunter a, a, you know harvesting your own wild game and everything like that's that's a really cool story and I think you I think you kind of touched on it right that there's a, probably a lot more people out there that have kind of a, a similar experience and maybe they um, had come from a hunting family or just it wasn't for them and then you know some some situation or some event in their life happens and it, it really changes their outlook on things so it's i and what i really appreciate about your story is is the open-mindedness that you had um you know with your previous partner that you know he was you know saying okay like if he, he was taking you hunting or whatever it was and how like you just immersed yourself into right like you fell in love with the outdoors and I think that that's one of the things that so many people have in common that love the outdoors is it's there's like this one moment whether it's you know elk hunting or you know trout fishing or duck hunting whatever the case is like there's that one day where all of a sudden things just click and they they never look back and it's all you want to do it's like consumes your mind it, it was so crazy for me because it was after my first 
at elk hunt where I was like, this is so freaking amazing. I didn't get an elk. I was super close though. Um, and it was just like the hardest thing I'd ever done. You know, I wasn't super in shape. Like I wasn't ever, um, motivated to like go to the gym or work out. And after my first elk season, I was like, okay, next year it's freaking on. Like I need to be able to run up a mountain, like, yeah. and chase after these animals that are like 10 times faster than me and smarter than me. And like, how do I try and get it, like get an elk because they're giant. And, um, so for me, like, I was like, I'm just gonna go for it. So, uh, it was really cool. And I actually did one of the trained hunt challenges that, that next year. And that really helped prepare me to shoot my first elk. So that was probably like the coolest thing. You know, you, you suffer so much one season and you're like, how do I get better at this? And what can I do to better myself? And, um, and with a goal in mind. Right. And then you go and you actually get an elk the next year yeah. and you're just like, this is so amazing. Like yeah. all of the work that you put in, uh, I don't know how people couldn't just fall in love with it. You know, I, I think it can be very, um, emotional and sure. hard, you know, it is very hard, but it's so rewarding too. Cause it just make, doesn't, uh, allow you to take anything for granted, especially the meat that you eat. Um, and anytime I pull like my elk that I got, um, last year out of the freezer, I think about that moment and I think about, you know, what it took to get to my plate. And I just feel like there's so many people who, you know, don't know what that feels like. And yeah. it's, and it's definitely something that, um, I try and share with everyone. And I'm like, this is a bull that I shot and, you know, show them the video, show them the pictures. And they're like, wow, that's so cool. And I've been able to get a lot of people into hunting, which is really fun. Cause it's like, they experience like this incredible spiritual thing. And yeah. you know, it's like all well, based on something that you help them get there, you know? So it's yeah. pretty cool. And you said something there that I completely agree with where like every time you said you open the freezer, like you have this appreciation for the meat that you're going to eat. Like I've, you know, being here in the Midwest, um, it's obviously a little bit more difficult for me to get out there and elk hunt, although it's, it's definitely in the plans and it's something I've been, you know, lobbying for here at the house for a while. Just um, wait till you do it. You're going to come and move out here and be like obsessed. It's I know. And, and, <laughs> My wife and I, we, we love, uh, you know, the West. We actually um, took a, a Western road trip um, this year with the family. Like we rented an RV and drove from Michigan uh, up to Montana and then from Montana uh, down into Wyoming and stayed around Yellowstone for a few days. And then we actually uh, stayed a night in Park City on our way down to like Moab and we're down there for a few days and then cut across uh, into Colorado. And yeah, it's just, I, and I've been going out West uh, primarily for, uh, like fly fishing and skiing since I was, uh, you know, a teenager with my family and stuff like that. So yeah, I have this deep appreciation, uh, for the outdoor or for the mountains specifically. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. It's so much fun. And I've, I've, I'm from Oregon. So I moved to Utah maybe two years ago to take the position with mountain ops. And I love Utah, like being born and raised in Oregon. I, I'm always surrounded by trees and so moving here is a lot different, but right. I love it because that, because you know, that's 30 years of my life in one spot and then I move somewhere completely different. And so it's just fun to kind of get to know like a new area and it's a lot different hunting because it's like straight up and there's not yeah. a lot of cover, there's not a lot of trees. Um, so it's definitely, it's definitely something that I appreciate and I still go back to Oregon often. I hunted there this year. Um, and you know, I definitely appreciate both 
two different, I guess, like biomes, you know, Oregon's great. And I do miss it. Like as soon as I drove into, gosh, what town is that? Um, as soon as I cross the border into Oregon, you yeah. just tap, like you smell it, you smell the trees, <laughs> you smell the like furs. It's so crazy. It's so different than it is here, but yeah, there are it, things I miss about it, but I do love Utah. <laughs> yeah. So did you ever think like, even as like you got in, like when you were still being, when you were still nursing, but you had started to kind of dip your toe into the outdoor world, into hunting and stuff, did you ever kind of picture yourself in the position that you're in now? Never, honestly. And it's crazy how it all came together. I mean, it was definitely, um, I, I have never been so spiritual and like, I have never been raised in church or, um, been much of a prayer or anything like that. And at that time, when I came to mountain ops, it, I was really in this crazy place where I had, you know, this huge faith and, um, had been praying a ton and really put my faith in God. And as soon as I did that is when I came to you. Well, as soon as I did put that out there, like all of these crazy things happened and it was, it's really, it's kind of emotional because sure. it feels like I, this is where I'm meant to be. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, it was, I had had this crazy experience, um, with the spirit, like feeling this crazy, um, I guess experience that I had had. And it was at that moment, Jordan Harbertson texted me. He was like, Hey Re, like, have you ever thought about moving to Utah? Cause, cause we had talked about it a few months prior. He's like, come and work with Mountain Ops. And I'm always just like, Oh yeah, he wasn't serious. He's just saying yeah. that, you know? And so he had messaged me and he is like, Re, like, come on, like come move to Utah and come and work with us. And I was like, what is this like the craziest sign ever that I'm having this crazy experience right now with God and Jordan reaches out to me. I'm like, I feel like this is what I meant to do. So I hopped on the plane, came and talked to Jordan. I'm like, what is it that you want me to do here? Yeah. Like, he's like, Reed, what do you want to do? Oh, even like, better. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to hunt. I like, I love hunting. I love everything that has to do with it. You know, I've worked with Mountain Ops since they first started their company. So, but as an ambassador on the right. ambassador side, so I live and breathe Mountain Ops anyways. So it was just, just like supernatural integration into working with him. Um, but once he kind of like told me what he wanted me to do, obviously like ambassadors, um, going on hunts. I, I started out as a strategic partnership manager. So it was all my friends, like, you know, yeah. they, they worked with Cameron, they worked with Eva, they worked with all of the people that I already knew and was yeah. close with. And so it was just like, well, duh, like, I want to be able to go on a hunt with Cam. I want to be able to go on a hunt with Eva. Like, let's go. So, um, so it was super cool. And it was what's meant to be. It's just, it, it feels what's right. And um, then last January, this past January, is when I took on the marketing director of our hype role. Um, and it's just been awesome. I haven't gotten to do as much hunting because it's like a lot more work. I'm sure, doing yeah. Things. Um, but, you know, for me, I am plus COVID hit. So yeah. there's that as well. Right. But, um, but yeah, for me, I just feel like this is where I'm meant to be. And Mountain Ops has been a company that I've loved since I started working with them. I think it's six years ago. Okay. Um, and, you know, if you know Jordan and Casey, they are some of the most amazing people. Casey's the quiet one. Jordan's the loud one, you know. So, um, and it's definitely no different here in Utah. But, 
Um, it's, they just really brought me in and brought me in as family. So it, it is awesome to work with such amazing people. And, um, we all share one common goal and that's bettering the lives of individuals and families. Um, so we do a lot um, to give back, um, and then to conservation as well. So I couldn't really ask for much more. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> when you were talking about your, uh, when you came to Utah for your, you know, kind of a, a meeting with Jordan and, and Casey there and you said, you know, what is it that you want me to do? Well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to hunt. Like to me, like that's, that's the best job interview you could ever go on. Uh, excuse me. Like, what would you like me to do for your company? I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, I want to hunt. Okay. You're hired, right? Like, no, that's, and I know that's not exactly how it worked out, but to, to have like an interaction like that and to, like you said, like they brought you in and you know, you're like family, like those are the best kinds of companies to work for, especially when you look at kind of, you know, the size of a company like Mountain Ops is a good sized company and it has a, you know, a very large reach and, you know, it has done very well for itself, um, you know, since, since kind of coming onto the scene. So I think that kind of speaks volumes to, you know, Jordan and Casey who started the company and, you know, what the, the type of atmosphere um, and environment that they're building there at Mountain Ops. It's pretty crazy because, um, you know, they're, their business was founded on some core values that I have come to really appreciate as I've been working more and more with them. And it's really something that they do like breathe and eat like that's That's a part of who they are as people. And so, um, you know, like recognizing God, um, interdependence, um, trust, honesty, like all of these things that are so important and you don't find in a lot of companies. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like mo a lot within the outdoor industry, like I, I feel like very, people are very similar in that res respect. You know, all they all, we all value the same things and we all have the same ethics and standards. And so I feel like I've met some of the most amazing people within the hunting industry. And I feel like it's because we have that one common goal. Um, and you know, we know, um, what it is to like do hard things yeah. and, um, and really just build like, and I, I feel like since I became a hunter, like I've never had such amazing values personally, you mm -hmm. know? So it's definitely crazy to see where I've come from before I started hunting to where I am now. Cause it's, I'm so much different and it's in a good way. Like it's brought me a lot of, um, interdependence in myself so yeah. it's pretty cool to see and then you know coming and working with mountain ops where they do the same like they believe in me and they want to see nothing but success not just from me but from everyone we yeah. all support each other so much um and you know there's no um there's no negativity here like yeah. there's no negativity at all and and it's so crazy because there is like there always are people that are gonna say things or you know be negative or right. um, talk bad about mountain ops or whoever me or you know any any yeah you know? that, yeah that's that's, that's the way it is anymore right that's one thing Jared and I talked about but for me it's like it doesn't even matter because when you have a group of people that you know have nothing but great respect and um, positivity like nothing can nothing can affect you negatively so yeah. that's one thing that i love about mountain ops the culture that they've bred and it's just one of the greatest places i feel like 
to work. So I feel super lucky. <laughs> well, no, and that's that's good. Like everyone wants to be able to be in a position where not only do they feel, you know, valued as a team member where they work, but also that, you know, they're they they can thrive, right? They can be they can be their best self, I guess is, is kind of the best way to put it. And companies that allow you to do that um, or, or give you the flexibility to be able to do that is is great. And I, I, I wish there were more companies out there, you know, like that, that offered that type of atmosphere. Yeah, it's pretty cool because it's like, like I said, Jordan asked me what I wanted to do, you know, and, and it, that is what they want. Everyone who works at Mountain Ops, yeah. they want them to be doing what they love because when you love what you're doing, it just shows. And and it um, brings the company nothing but success. If there's yeah. somebody that's unhappy, then it's going to drag everyone else down, you know. So um, I think that's one important thing is like, and something that I've learned is like, we don't have time to be doing something that we don't love to do. Like, right. I love being a nurse. And I did find a lot of um, satisfaction from serving others. And I'm still serving others in a different way. Um, but... But it wasn't something that I was as passionate about as right. I am now. So, you know, when you can find something that you love and would do for free. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, like, that's just it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need to do. Like, so for me, um, yeah, I feel super blessed and super lucky. And I just, uh, I think, I think the outdoor industry is very, um, is very amazing in that sense. Anyways, it's not just mountain ops. Like I said, it's, you know, my friends at Leupold, like they love their job. You know, yeah. it's it's a lot of these companies that, um, you know, support the hunting industry are pretty incredible companies. And yeah. so, yeah, and, and no, feel, that's and you guys too. Look at everything that you know you guys do to give back, and it's it's just really humbling and cool to see. Yeah, and and that's what you just said there. Like I've. I've been a, you know, been fortunate enough to speak with some other companies, obviously, that are 2% certified and that are, you know, in the outdoor industry and, you know, companies that have products that I use or that I have used for, you know, an extended period of time, like Mountain Ops, for example. And when you get a chance to then, you know, put a name with a face, I mean, there's social media and stuff and, you know, social media is one thing, right? But actually being able, like you and I, to sit here and, and see each other and have a conversation, like... It, it really kind of cements what you may have already thought or it kind of helps to really put a, a name with the brand and yeah. give you kind of a glimpse into what that company is like or what its employees are like. You know, like I just had a conversation with someone um, with Lyle from Stone Glacier the other day and I've, ex you know, and I've exchanged emails with him before, but now actually being able to talk to him, uh, see him face to face, like it, it, it just kind of opens up, you know, the the door to, to seeing how, you know, much how great that these already that these companies that you already thought were great are and you know mountain ops is is clearly no different yeah no it is it's really cool to see i mean i haven't really met anyone that hates their job in the in the outdoor space so yeah. so <laughs> so real quick before we kind of dive into mountain ops a little bit here obviously yeah. with your previous life as being a nurse have you ever been kind of called on into the backcountry to to have to help anyone out with your uh previous knowledge not yet. No, luckily. And I have, I mean, I've had some close calls myself, but nothing too crazy. And 
okay, let's be honest too. I was a aller like I worked in the allergy, okay. asthma, immunology world. So it's not like I was dealing with broken legs or limbs or anything like that, anyways. <laughs> so if you came up to me and you were short of breath, like I could figure it out. Or if you'd been stung by a bee, like hopefully we've got some EpiPens around. Right. Like, I feel like a lot of things like you can um, you know, definitely help assist in situations. But, um, I feel like there's a lot of things too, where it's like, you need to go to the hospital. Like there's not a lot I can do for you. So (laughs) let's get you there. But no, I haven't had anything too crazy happen. Uh, look, I've had some close calls where like, I thought I might die, but, um, (laughs) but I didn't, I'm still here. So, (laughs) so yeah, no, nothing too crazy, but in case, like if I do run on something, you know, got your EpiPen and that's me anyways. Like if I were to like run into somebody who needed help, like, of course I'm going to help them, you know, try to the best of my ability. Hopefully I don't make it worse. So now I, I'm sure that that most everyone listening to the podcast is familiar with Mountain Ops, uh, but for those that may not be, tell us about Mountain Ops. Tell us about the company and kind of what they're all about. Yeah, so it's easy to sit there and talk about how amazing everyone that works for the company, but what we actually do is we sell. Um, well, it started out mostly as a supplement company, so we we call it like outdoor performance company. So um, we started out with Enduro that you're drinking. That was yeah. the very first product that Trevor Farns developed for his father who had had um, a myocardial infarction, so a heart attack, <laughs> nurse lingo, no, yeah. um, he had a heart attack and um, and he had some blocked arteries and had, I think, a little bit of like um, CAD, like cardiovascular disease. And um, <clears throat> so de- Trevor developed Enduro and um, started giving it to his father. It was actually L-Arginine and L-Citrulline, which, um, which is the two big players in Enduro, and it helps with circulation in the body. So it helps um, vasodilate, keep the blood pumpany, pumping, oxygenation throughout all the vessels, and um, Trevor's father went to his doctor after he started taking it, and the doctor's like, everything looks great. Like, whatever you're doing, keep it going. Like, yeah. And so Trevor was like, wow, I have this really incredible mix of product. Like, I need to do something with it. And it's crazy because at that time, Trevor was going through a lot of different things, um, and it's very open and uh, on our company everywhere, but um, he was struggling financially, and um, really just at a really low point in his life. And he was praying. He was like, please God, send me somebody to, um, to help me, like send me the right people that are going to help me with this product. And, um, you know, they're very, um, you know, they believe in, in, um, recognizing God and that's one of our core values. And so it's cool how it all came apart because then somebody introduced him to Trevor or to um, Jordan and Casey. And they're like, hey, these guys, they own this marketing company and they market in the outdoor industry. Um, They were working with Easton, Hoyt, um, a lot of different companies doing marketing for them. Mm -hmm. And so um, when they met, they were like, wow, this is something that we could market and we should try and get involved in, in this company with with Trevor. So they're like, Hey, let us take this product for you. Um, see what we can do over the next few months. And, um, 
they had doubled, tripled sales for um, for Trevor and his company. And so um, he's like, wow, whatever you guys are doing, like you're doing it great. Like let's go into business together and partner. And um, so Trevor's kind of like the mad scientist behind everything. Okay. And Jordan and Casey are the marketing wizards. So, um, and I, it was six years ago that Mount Not started. We, we celebrated our six year anniversary this year. Um, and so it started out with Enduro and now we have uh, a whole, you name it, we have it basically. Right, yeah. Still developing more and more things. Um, and it's not just a supplement company because we do outdoor performance. Like you said, um, now we're doing Merino wools and we just launched a fitness apparel line and um, just really anything that can aid or assist you in bettering yourself like we'll come out with, you know. Um, so the Merinos are actually pretty incredible. I don't, have you tried them? I have not tried those. I, I, I have Merino base layers and that's what I wear when I hunt, but I have not tried the Mountain Ops one yet. I've never used 100% Merino. And this year with my elk hunt, I was able to, and I was like, this is the craziest thing. I was like, this doesn't smell. Like I, yeah. I would wear a shirt in one day and I'm not a smelly person anyway. So it's like, <laughs> I could wear a shirt and, for like an hour and I'm like, what in the heck? Like, it's just, you know, I guess when you're hiking and, you know, doing sweating a ton, like obviously, but with these, like, I'm like, I don't smell at all. I'm like, yeah. I could wear this thing all week long and I would never even know. So I'm like, what else can you guys make? Could you guys come out with a t-shirt please for me? And you know, all these things. So it's a lot of different things that we're like in the works with and anything that we do come out with, it takes time. Like our energy bars that we launched this year were two years in the making. So we wanted to make sure that they were perfect and right. um, the perfect taste. And, and we were going to come out with um, meals dehydrated meals okay but they weren't the best so we didn't come out with them you know so um anything that we do we try and put our best foot forward um not just for um you know mostly for performance we want it to to be amazing and i think that's one of the things that is so cool about mountain ops is not only do we have amazing team of people working at the company but the product is amazing too like yeah. if our supplements were crap it's like they would never sell you know even though you have amazing people and amazing core values and all of these this recipe for success your product still has to be amazing yeah, too it still and hinges so, on that yeah and i think that's a part of it like there's a lot of things that that happen and that i never even knew about with mountain ops with our conquer fitness program i mean we're literally transforming people's lives mm -hmm. Um, and it's, and it's themselves that are, you know, motivated to do it. But, um, I just got an email of all of the people that, um, have our, our top 10, um, of the conquer fitness program that we started at the beginning of last year. And it's so crazy to see the transformations that these people have. Um, you know, somebody lost like 150 pounds. It's like yeah, another, it's incredible. and they look completely different and yeah. it's all, you know, they started using ammo and ignite and yeti enduro and so it's just really cool to be a part of a company that literally is transforming people's lives for the better and i think a lot of it is you know they and i what's really cool too is um a lot of the people that we work with are ambassadors you know they help to touch these people and they're like wow like i see cameron haynes out there running every single day a marathon like if he can run a marathon every day i 
go for a 30 minute walk around the block or whatever you know yeah. so he's and, a different and, he's a different animal altogether though yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. don't like for those listeners don't ever try to compare yourself to campmates you're not going to shape up but no he's he's a great role model and he's he's super inspiring and encouraging for all the you know everyone out there that's following along with him yeah i and true it so this is a funny story so a lot of my journey from working with mountain ops I mean, obviously it wasn't from Cam, but um, I lived in the same that same town as Cam in Eugene, okay. Oregon, and we had the same tra- trainer, Eric McCormick. I would train with Eric, and so um, naturally I would just work out with Cam sometimes. Um, he's always been a good friend, and I've always been friends with his family, and um, so his son was uh, in marketing, in uh, the School of Journalism at the University of Oregon. And I was at I was at their house, and I was like, "What are you gonna do once you get done with school, True?" And he's like, um, "He's like, I don't know yet." He was working at Market of Choice, um, and at the time, and I was like, "Well, because he is so funny. Like, I've fo- followed him for a long time, True. It on his social media, he just has a very dry sense of humor, and he's super funny. Like, he does these funny skits on his." Instagram and this is when I, you know I've known him since he was like 16 I think so um, just seeing him kind of progress and like on his social media I'm like you should come and work for Mountain Ops like like would you be interested in that and of course his mom's over there like what do you have to move to Salt Lake like you know and, <laughs> yeah and so it was a big big thing for him but I was like I was like Casey we need to hire him I was like he is so funny he'd be a, a, a great addition he shares a lot of the same core values as all of us, and he ended up, as soon as he graduated, he came and he's working for us on our social media. And I don't know if you've seen our social media lately, but it is funny. Like, he does some really funny things on there, um, and I get to help him with it. So <laughs> we uh, shaved my boyfriend's head the other day because we were like... That. I did see that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm literally sitting there in our bed, like, uh, on uh, above filming and he just shaves his head and I'm like I can't hold it together I'm just like laughing so hard I'm like you guys I'm gonna pee my pants you have to stop like this is, it's the funniest thing so it, it's really cool too because like we have the fun jobs so we can go yeah. and like do these cool things and I think he's probably posting a video today like we went and we went out into the um salt flats and like found a monolith and um, you know, just funny things like funny ideas. And he's very like witty and smart and comes up with these great ideas. So it's pretty cool and fun to see, um, bringing him on. And then obviously Cam's a big ambassador of ours as yeah. well. So he does amazing things for us. Yeah. He's, I, a, he's, he's his own, he's got his own thing going. I mean, not like he's an, you know, big ambassador or whatever, but you know, he uses the products and loves it. So that's all that we can ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like from a product standpoint, um, I think I probably first learned of Mountain Ops maybe uh, maybe three years ago or so, uh, and started. Um, I think I started with uh, some of the whey protein uh, that I was using, and then I've tried the Ignite. The you know I've tried you know a whole bunch of them, right? Um, but one thing I'd never taken prior to Mountain Ops was pre workout for whatever reason. Like uh, I was familiar with it, I was just always like, nah, I don't need it. I'll be good, right? And and yeah. since trying it, I I almost can't work out without having some type of pre-workout because it's just it it just kind of gets you to that second gear and especially you know if it's early in the morning or you know it's that mid-afternoon when you're kind of in that lull and the way 2020 is gone and being at home all the time like that lull is real right so 
Yeah, Yeti is amazing. I don't take it personally, um, and sometimes I do, but it just really depends. Like for me, I do a lot more cardio um, mm -hmm. and explosive workout. So for me, like when I'm running and stuff, I need to be hydrated. And so the Ignite is good for um, more cardiovascular workouts because it does have Enduro in it. That's what's cool. So Ignite is um, one of the only like type of energy that's not going to dehydrate you because yeah. coffee, soda, energy drinks, even Yeti because it has creatine in it, it is going to, um, it is going to vasoconstrict and not vasodilate. So with the Ignite having the L-arginine and L-citrulline in there, it um, vasodilates. So it helps keep everything going. And uh, I know, well, obviously you have to pee more when you drink it. So yeah. <laughs> that's hydrating you, right? So um, so for me, I, I drink Ignite and I drink it every single day. So with yeah. a scoop of Eva Shockey Collagen. And like I said, like I progressed into like having a little bit in the afternoon and stuff like that. Um, but for, for me, I kind of need the extra run bump because I work out later after work at like five. So yeah. to get to the gym, I need a little bit extra caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Some days I take Yeti just to keep up with my kids for the day. So yeah. <laughs> it has, it serves multiple purposes in this house. No doubt. Yeah. Yeti is great for gym workouts and then Ignite is good for like hunting yeah. scenarios because you're um, out there hiking long, um, you know, long hours, long days. And so Ignite is great for that because you don't have to drink as much water with it. Right. Whereas I feel like when I was drinking coffee um, in the mornings, like I would feel so much more dehydrated. Like yeah. I, oh, I yeah. felt like I needed to pack a lot more water and drink a ton more water. And so with Ignite, it's nice because I can just drink that and I don't need to be, you know, sucking down water. To try um, to get back to neutral. Water. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it works well for hunting. That's why our company does so well because it helps. Yeah, no, it absolutely does. Yeah. Now, from a hunting side of things, obviously Mountain Ops is 2% certified, um, meaning that Mountain Ops gives 1% of their time and 1% of their money back to conservation. So what are some of the conservation organizations that Mountain Ops is working with and giving back to? Well, this year it's a little bit different because um, obviously conservation is a big thing for us, but um, with the pandemic, there are more people... Um, unemployed than ever. Um, there's more people that, um, you know, need a lot more assistance than ever. Um, and so for us, a lot of what we did this year was really focused around helping others. Um, I think we took a lot of our budget that we were going to do for like BHA and stuff like that. And we gave it back to like, the local community and giving back for meals. I mean, there was a lot of people that were struggling, um, even within our company with some spouses that, you know, were laid off and stuff like that. And so um, we're very all about giving back. And yes, conservation. I mean, we um, have partnered with the Rocky Mountain Goat Alliance and, um, you know, we, we still do a lot of conservation, but with COVID and everything, we had a lot, a lot bigger plans yeah. um, for conservation this year. And, it was ruined because of COVID. But um, we really, so we're big with our Conquer Hunger Initiative and we'd really like to do moving forward like Conquer Conservation. So the same exact type of thing that we're doing, um, giving back to people in need and um, apply that to conservation. So um, hopefully next year we'll be able to do more like getting, getting out um, in the community. And actually Jared is helping with that. Um, getting me in contact with local people here that we can continually do things with. Cause I think uh, what's really important for us 
um, moving forward with conservation is like we want to be hyper involved. Um, we don't want to just send out money to just send it out. Honestly, right. we want to um, put it into something that we know is helping the um, local herds here in Utah, um, whether it's collaring locally or um, really anything that we could be involved in with like Mule Deer Foundation. We do do a lot with them because obviously one of the big things here in Utah is Mule Deer. Right. If you know anything about Utah, the Wasatch Front, and actually the hunt is going on right now, and I'm so mad that I didn't get a tag. There's <laughs> like actually running around and running around in my backyard. But, um, but yeah, really like putting stuff more locally and being able to help and assist with things on a deeper level. I know with um, Jared, we just got involved with um, – it was something to do with ducks. <laughs> okay, that sounds horrible. I'm like, I should know more about this. But I'm gonna, um, we're gonna fly Truett, and I are gonna go out there and help and assist because that's really what we want to do. We want to be able to give back and put boots on the ground and not just be, you know, giving out, you know, things to where we don't know what's going to. I mean, all of those organizations uh, organizations are great, but we want to do more um, with what we have than yeah. just. And we still do. I mean, we still do um, stuff with like Rock Mountain Elk Foundation and Mule Deer Foundation and stuff like that. And you guys, obviously. Um, but I think we want to do it on an even uh, grander level. Yeah. And that's and that's great, too. I mean, recognizing, you know, the the kind of um, the impact, I guess is a good, a good word, like the impact that you guys can have on uh, whether it's a conservation organization, uh, if it's locally there with, with helping out families that have been going through a rough patch here with COVID and everything. Um, no, I think that that's great. And, and recognizing, again, like I said, that you have that ability to um, and acting on it and not just kind of sitting back and not doing all that you can, right? I think that kind of kind of comes full circle to what you were saying earlier with, you know, the core values of the company and, and what the company and its, you know, its founders really, uh, the principles that they really stand on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a hard year for a lot of people and I feel like we tried to maximize to the best of our ability um, our Con Conquer Hunger program and I think that's really what where the focus should be at this point. Um, but 100%, like, you know, we're still doing stuff for conservation yeah. and want to do even more. So, yeah. And that, cool. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to, to cut you off there. I was just going to say that. And that was one of the things that I had written down here that I wanted to talk about was, I mean, obviously you guys have the, the time and money going back to conservation, which is, which is great. Um, and that's a lot of times with a lot of my customers, that's kind of where the, the giving back kind of, kind of ends. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but that's just, just, it's just kind of what it is, right? They're giving back to conservation, the time and the money, but you guys are, are kind of, you know, with giving going one step further. And like you mentioned, the, the conquer hunger, uh, initiative that you guys have. And that was definitely one of the things that I wanted to talk about because, you know, I've seen it over on social media throughout the years and, and all the, the, the meals and everything that you guys are able to give back. I mean, I get the, the emails, um, when you guys are running the conquer hunger initiative. So, Tell me about, tell me more about that. Like, let's, let's get in depth about that because I think that that's something that's, um, is really important to talk about. Yeah. So for every dollar spent at Mountain Ops, um, every, um, every purchase made a dollar goes back to, um, conquering hunger. And, um, a lot of it is, I mean, we do give, um, to Africa as well. So we give some local community, some, um, across the nation and then, um, abroad as well 
So it's pretty cool um, that we give back on such a broad spectrum. Um, but what, what you see probably most often on social media is our Conquer Hunger events. Mm -hmm. So um, in one day, we'll give anywhere from 10,000 to 20,000 meals. And um, so what we do is we get the local community involved. And unfortunately, we've had two events that have had been canceled because of COVID. And we still have, actually, I could send you a picture of our gym right now. It's like full of food. Like that's all that it is. Crates and like pall pallets and pellets of food. Because we're going to start doing things just like internally in the office. Mm -hmm. um, whenever somebody has time, we'll start like packaging meals. Because um, that's one big thing um, locally is every one in four children locally um, in Davis County are, um, suffering from, um, like starvation, really. I mean, they're, they're not getting enough meals. And so, um, so we're giving back locally, not just abroad. And so when we have those conquer hunger events, um, we're packaging meals, um, to be given locally. And I think we hit our million mark, um, for meals last year. Where are we at now? I should know this, but. You know, <laughs> it's all right. Um, but yeah, we've given back. I mean, and and even during the holiday season, I feel like for me, you know, we when people do so many like promotions and things, things like that, I'm, I want to do more around like giving back. Like if you purchase on Mountain Ops, we're going to give 10 meals or we're going to give 20 meals because, um, and that's actually what we have coming up for um, December. So we're going to give back during the week of Christmas, um, 10 meals um, per purchase. And then if you purchase a certain um, product, it'll be like 20 meals. Okay. So um, it's pretty cool that we're able to do that. And like our, within our community, like we've found that people wanna help. Um, I get messages all the time, hey, like when are you guys doing another Conquer Hunger event? Our ambassadors in Florida wanna come to the next Conquer Hunger event so they can help, because it is a really cool thing that they, that we do. Um, but like I said, COVID's kind of put a little bit of a damper on it recently, but we're still giving back those meals. Yeah. So we put aside, we put aside a lot to um, you know, do things like that throughout the year. I've seen the numbers and I'm like, wow, like if, you want to talk about a company giving back, you know, they mountain ups really does. So, um, so it definitely is cool, uh, to do, but that's what you see probably is the local conquer hunger events. And unfortunately we're not doing that this year. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but like you said, you know, still, while you're not able to, to host the event in, in the same scale or the same fashion, um, you know, that you've been able to in, in years prior, you know, still being able to, to give back obviously is going to go a long way, especially this time of year with, with families in need and, you know, household budgets becoming a lot tighter than, you know, maybe what people are used to. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's very commendable that you guys are doing that, especially, you know, locally there in Salt Lake and, and taking care of, you know, kind of the home front, you know. And that's one big thing with Trevor too is, um, gosh, I've never met somebody who wants to like, help people as much as he does. Um, and I know that I touched on this a little bit um, at the beginning of the podcast talking about mountain ups, but Trevor um, knows what it's like to not have food in his pantry for his children. And so I think that's really what um, struck a chord now that he is able to do do more. He wants to like maximize that and, and help anyone that needs it because he knows what it's like to 
um, you know, not be able to provide for your, your family. So when he tells the message, it's a lot more, uh, it's a lot, a lot more incredible coming from him. Yeah. You really feel like this intense passion to help others. And it's super incredible to um, be able to be at one of those events because you just feel like, um, you know, you can do anything. Like there's sky's the limit when it comes to help others. So it's pretty cool. We're actually going um, to um, tomorrow. Gosh, tomorrow we're um, doing Shop for a Cause. So um, we are uh, giving back, well, we did Calories for a Cause and then Shop for a Cause. So um, we're taking a bunch of children uh, locally Christmas shopping. Okay. Um, I think we're giving to, I think it's like 120 families, um, kids. And it's not just us. We're working, partnering with the Bountiful Police Department. Um, and last year they were able to be a part of the event. And it was actually like the police officers would pick the kids up in their cop cars and um, turn the lights on and take them to Walmart and give them $150 to do shopping. So they would get to go and, you know, go and shop and pick out stuff. And it was um, from Casey who was saying that last year when he was doing it, it was really sad because a lot of these kids weren't buying presents for themselves. They were buying presents for their brothers and sisters. Um, and then they would wrap them and take them home. But it's, it's a pretty cool thing that the Bountiful Police Department does because they're trying to get to know the community. And a lot of times these kids see the police officers negatively because um, they're arresting their parents or, you know, something happened or maybe, um, you know, maybe they're just struggling. So um, it's a pretty cool thing to see them try and get involved with the local community and show that, you know, police officers do good things and right. give back like that. But COVID has kind of messed things up this year. So instead of being able to pick the kids up and drive them in the car, you know, they're just going to come and pick up the presents. But um, but we get to do the shopping. So we get to shop for the kids. They kind of give us a list of what they want. And we'll shop and wrap all their presents tomorrow at Christmas. So just things like that, um, you know, always trying to find ways of helping others. And it's just pretty cool um, to be involved with. So, yeah, yeah. And you mentioned the point about Trevor there. And obviously you said he... You know, prior to Mountain Ops really kind of taking off, like he he knew what it was like to be in that position. And what I find uh, is that it's people who have kind of been on the other side of things. Like if there's someone who you know is very charitable and very giving and always wants to you know do what they can for other people, chances are that person was in a position where they were on the receiving end of a lot of you know good fortune from someone else. And I think that really you know I. I almost sound like an echo chamber saying it, but it speaks volumes to, you know, the type of people, um, you know, that, that, that started mountain ops, that run mountain ops, that just, that work at mountain ops. Right. And for, for me, and I, you know, I see these things on social media and whatnot, but then obviously being able to hear it from you, like it just, it kind of confirms my decision for, you know, supporting mountain ops, for buying mountain ops products. Uh, and it, you know, for anyone out there listening, if, if you've ever been on the fence, I mean, I don't think you really need to say much more to, to why you should support a company like Mountain Ops. And, you know, whether they're 2% certified or not, which is awesome. And that's what obviously this this podcast is kind of centered around. Yeah. But just the giving that you guys are doing outside of that is is very, very noteworthy. Yeah, we. I mean, it's something that makes me um, super grateful and thankful. And I know that um, 
you know, if I was on the receiving end or whatnot, um, or if I ever needed anything or help, like I know that I have a team of people that would rally for me. So it's just really, it's cool to be a part of something so great, like a big family, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, <clears throat> that's, that's the best that when, when you, you have a family at home and you have a family at work as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, I did pick up my whole life and moved to Utah for come work here so <laughs> yeah they better be welcoming right <laughs> you know I love it and I do miss my family back home but it was good to see my son for Thanksgiving I have um a niece there and um you know a lot all my family's there so but they are so great too like anytime that I need to go home like they're like oh, go like and with COVID now too I mean obviously we're all working remotely so He's like, if you want to go work in the Tetons for a week, go work in the Tetons. You know, as long as you get your stuff done, um, then you're good to go. And two, they just like put a lot of trust in um, us as individuals. So, um, you know, you're always trying. You, you never want to let them down just right. because they do give you so much trust. And I, like I said, <laughs> I sound like a broken record, too. And like, I'll say this to anyone. I'm like, how are you doing? Do you like working for Mount Ops? I'm like, I love it. Like, I've never been so happy. But um, they're, it's just really cool too. Cause they're like, yeah, if you get your stuff done, like go and do what you want to do. I'm actually heading, um, on a mule deer hunt with, um, Amanda Caldwell. Do you know Amanda Caldwell? I do not. Um, so she is super badass. Like she is amazing. She, um, she's one of my friends who, um, I, I truly love, but she, um, she has been hunting since she was a kid. Like her dad would um, put her in the backpack and always take her around. Um, but they did it because they needed the meat. Like they, her, uh, you know, family wasn't super wealthy. And so um, you're getting a tag. Mom's getting a tag. My sister's getting a tag. Dad's getting a tag. <laughs> and you're going to shoot the first animal that you see. Yeah. Like if you see it, shoot it because we need that meat, you know. Um, they're meat hunters. And so it's cool to see, you know, me coming from um, – not having a hunting family to her who's been doing it her whole life and like how knowledgeable she is and you know we're out there hunting mule deer in Arizona last year and I'm just like you are just super awesome like like there's some people you hunt with and you're like oh wow like could you be more quiet please or yeah. you know oh right right holy cow stop talking like she is just like you know we have fun, but at the same time, like no one to be serious. So we're actually heading on a mule deer hunt um, next week and um, that'll be in Arizona. We didn't have success last year. So hopefully this year yeah. it'll happen. Um, but uh, yeah, they're like, go and have fun and, you know, take time off and, and enjoy yourself. So no, that's that... one is all the hunts we get to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got to imagine that's a pretty good perk <laughs> perk yeah. to the job. There is, is the flexibility or the hunts that you guys get to go on. Um, well, before I let you go here, Rihanna, I just kind of had one more question I wanted to ask, and that was, and I don't even know how much you're going to be able to kind of divulge here, but is there anything like cool coming out or some new, you know, innovations or new flavors or anything coming out, um, you know, maybe in the next year or two that, uh, you can tell us about? Yeah, we definitely have some amazing things. So we just launched our fitness line. So adding to that, um, obviously our Marinos are amazing. So adding to that. 
Um, let's see, what else can I say? You know, that's another fun part of my job is like the product development side. I mean, I don't develop the products, but I get to go in and like taste everything, right. and try it all out. And so um, we were tasting some new um, flavors of some of our energy bar or our um, performance bars. Okay. So those are to be expected, and they're so good. I'm like, how are these even healthy? Like, this does not <laughs> like it can be good for you. <laughs> um, and then let's see what else. We're always um, working on new flavors. Um, but this next year, we're trying to really, like, hone in on the products that we have. We have such a wide array of things already. Um, from like testosterone booster to something for altitude sickness that really we don't talk about a ton. And so um, highlighting those products, I mean, we have electrolytes, we have immune, um, so it's high vitamin C. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have that um, we really, um, we launch and then don't talk about. So it's more honing in on the things that we have and what they can do for you uh, for next year. So, well, it's exciting. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to seeing what comes out, especially uh, with the Merino line. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to give that stuff a try. So, oh, we'll have to talk after this. <laughs> you'll yeah. have to give them a try. They are literally the best. So. Yeah, no, I'm, absolutely. I'm sure it's like First Light. I've never tried First Light or anything like that, but um, I'm sure it's the same Merinos. You know, you and it, you have to be careful too because it's like ours are 100% Merino, mm-hmm. so they are kind of um, more fragile because it, it's you know just sheep right yeah um and so it is a little bit more fragile um than like a hybrid piece that might mm-hmm. be some synthetic as well as merino but then you're not going to get the same benefit of um the antimicrobial uh, there you go you got health, it <laughs> um antimicrobial properties and stuff like that and so so yeah um it's all about a balance but um yeah we'll be yeah. adding to that and always be on the lookout for new cool stuff our, our gear line i mean obviously we're always adding to that too so yeah well hey rihanna i really appreciate you taking some time to hop on the podcast today and, and tell us about your journey into the outdoors as well as you know mountain ops and, and all the great work they're doing not only for conservation but for you know families uh, abroad and right there in utah it's uh, it's a really an amazing story and and, and an amazing company and, and I'm, I'm really glad we got to sit down today me too. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully we'll talk to you, uh, uh, you know, in the future and have yourself a uh, happy holidays. Thank you. You as well. All right. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, a big shout out to Rihanna for taking some time to hop on the podcast here. I uh, would like to thank the partners over at Stone Glacier. Be sure and check them out at StoneGlacier.com. Also like to thank the partners over at 2%. And if you're interested in learning more about 2% for conservation, you can visit their website, fishandwildlife.org. And there you can see all the certified brands, including Mountain Ops, that are committed to conservation that you should support when you shop for your supplements or your coffee or any of your outdoor gear needs. Uh, I also encourage you to follow 2% on social media where they post only positive content so you'll enjoy their conservation-focused posts in your feed. Uh, So again, if you'd like to learn more about 2% for Conservation, you can look for them online on social media or at fishandwildlife.org. Thanks for tuning in this week, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Remember, stay safe out there and conservation starts with you.